Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. Hello and welcome to the pod. I am your host if this is your first time joining I am so happy you're here. If you're an original OG, I am so happy you're here. I thought that this particular podcast had uploaded on Sunday. However, it did not. So I decided to kind of revamp the pod and the message because it really did kind of hold a lot of space for me um, during that time, during the new moon and solar eclipse and now energetically and astrologically we have a lot of other things kind of coming through to us and I don't know about y'all but I posted it on the gram but I've been having like really vivid dreams and these dreams don't seem to be just like any old dream it's almost like these underlying messages between the dreams so I've been allowing myself to just really embrace the moments of pause and recognize that these moments of pause are truly throughout the rest of our day. It's not just when we're physically still and mentally still and verbally still. It's oftentimes the stillness that comes with the day-to-day. And sometimes we like to define that as the mundane. So um, here's this upcoming pod, the power of pods, and really vamped up. So let's just dive in. So I recall like growing up and I'm sure some of you do as well finding boredom and when you would go to your parents you'd be like I'm bored and they'd be like well you could do this and you could do that and you could do this and you could do that and obviously like you never wanted to do that because I think the central theme was the ability to be in that numbness the the ability to be in that boredom and in that stillness and not feel like you have to fill it with other things and the void itself like we essentially came from the void and a lot of our greatest ideas come from the void or moments of pause or moments when we're physically doing something but because we're on autopilot we're able to kind of pause within it's kind of like that mundane even though the mundane is sometimes boring quote unquote within that boredom there's also the potential for creativity And if you go back to Albert Einstein, Nikola Tesla, and all these great inventors, and I'm sure many, many others have claimed to have most of their pivotal projects or inventions or discoveries during moments of pause. Albert Einstein was known for just like laying in the bathtub for hours and nobody could disturb him because that's when he would do his best work. And... I think that as a whole, society-wise, we've kind of allowed that hustle and bustle to transfer over into the feeling and the need to constantly do. And I was in at that moment um, on Saturday. I brought my son to the soccer game, and I was just a little tired and 
blase and I came home and there was just this overwhelming feeling of exhaustion and this need to be within and quiet and I realized that I was judging myself for being in this in this state I was like come on Shelly like get it together you gotta you know do things for the kids and my body just didn't want to budge and my mind just didn't want to budge and I took a little nap And I didn't really tell anyone. I was just like, I can't. I can't do life right now. Leave me be. And fortunately, my spouse is amazing. And he picked up the slack for like three hours with the two kids. And I rested. And in the moment of awakening, I realized that I need to also practice what I preach. And I think I do that with work, but not with the day-to-day life, right? Because as moms, we... We do a lot and a lot of things that people don't really recognize or see. And they only see the times when you're like doing something outside the home or when you're going out with your friends and they're like, oh, she goes out with her friends and she like does this and does that. It's like, bitch, watch your mouth. Okay. Because moms, I know you get this. There's things that people like family members come into the house and they're, they don't notice that you did it, but you do it every single day. I clean the countertops every day. I like pick up the house every single day. I have to vacuum almost every single day. I have to dust almost every single day because I have three dogs and the dog hair is ridiculous, right? And it's not that you need validation or a thank you or a recognition that you did it. It's the fact that you're always doing those things. And in those things, because they're routine, the mundane creeps in and it is like, all right, like I got to stop. I got to hit the pause. But you're on autopilot, right? Because this is like what you're naturally accustomed to doing every single day. And on that Saturday, I was just choosing to not engage. And through that disengagement, And through my observations of feeling like I have to do things and I have to move and I need to do this stuff, I spoke with my mother-in-law and she's like, just lean into it. And I was like, you know, you're right. Like, I just need to lean into it and allow it to happen. And I ended up purchasing a book that came that day and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to read the first chapter even though I'm in the middle of another book. And it talks about how there is a desire to fill the void when the void is being asked to just be there. And we see this with our children when they're saying when they say that they're bored or with us as children when we would tell our parents we're bored. And it's not that they did anything wrong, they did the best that they could with what they knew, but now knowing what I know and reading the way that I read it and it's so interesting to like it's not just necessarily the message per se but it's like the way in which it's explained that really hits home in a different format and it allows you to process things slightly differently but it is just allowing it to be okay to be in that boredom and be in that numbness because it's within those times that we integrate. It's within those times that we actually allow ourselves to 
tap into our creative nature. And so many times have I always felt like the need to do and I stepped away from that within my work, like I said, and I would do yin classes and meditation sessions and all this stuff. But then there's the other part that as a mom and now with two children and three dogs and a house and a husband, you feel obligated to do, right? The work shit is not quite an obligation, right? You go in and you tap in and tap out when you need to, but it's the routine, right? It's the day-to-day that ends up, again, making you feel like you're on autopilot. And it's okay to disengage, right? And it's okay to actually find boredom in doing those tasks and oftentimes frustration, right? Because you're like habitually doing the same thing over and over again. But the switch here is how can I lean into the numbness and the void? How can I lean into the boredom? And how can I also allow that space to co-create something absolutely amazing from being? We truly live most of our lives from the neck up and the ability to be bored is to come back into your body and to feel what's happening and to move with what's happening and really allow ourselves to find the power in the pause. And the reason I say that is I've read so many books, okay? I've taken countless courses because I have this drive to learn. But sometimes when you learn, it's not the right time. You have to step back. You have to allow yourself to digest in the background and file in the background and process in the background and then step forward into it again when you're ready. And I find this um, to be so true for me with a couple things that I am learning currently um, with my coach and her processes as well as um, reading and learning um, a different version of human design and how to implement that and to kind of cross create um, charts and business charts and all this stuff. And it's like, wow. I really needed to disengage because my constant engagement, I was drowning in information and my brain didn't really have the time to catch up and file shit so it could be used efficiently. And just like I mentioned earlier, I had read that you need to find, you know, um, peace within the pause, but it was the way in which this book put it. Actually, you know what? I have the book in front of me that really hit home for me. So I'm going to actually reread a couple things that I underlined in this book. And this is um, The 64 Ways. And um, I actually wrote in here, you know, started reading this on 4-30-22, New Black Moon and Solar Eclipse. And I'm feeling this exact way as the fool in the tarot, which ignites excitement for the next level of my life. Thank you. Big you. You're magic. And it's true because... Sometimes the the most powerful messages come to you and are so transformational when you just allow yourself to move with the energy. Like, I could have totally been like, meh, I'm not going to read. I don't want to do it. 
Or I could be like, all right, I, have, I feel this nudge. I'm just going to go for it and just read the first chapter. I got this. So when we're looking at what was actually like kind of, you know, brought into this was um, like fire emerges from, from water. Joy comes from numbness. The numbness is the kindling. Our awareness is the breath fanning the first sparks. And then joy emerges as the fire catches. Think about that. I'm going to read it again. The numbness is the kindling. Our awareness is the breath fanning the first spark. And then joy emerges as the fire catches. So it's like being within the numbness, understanding that that numbness is there, being, being with that void, being with that boredom, knowing that it's there through your awareness. And within that, you end up finding joy. And that was truly what ended up happening Saturday. After I read this, I had this like, inner sense of, I wouldn't fully put it as joy, but like aha moment. And that aha moment really just lit up whatever was, was happening inside of me and was able to kind of shift that, that frequency. Um, another part of it was, do you know what the foundation of creativity really is? Which quality do you think is the most central to the creative process? I would say this, to be unafraid of making mistakes. To be original, we must stretch our limbs out into the deep space and take an untrodden path. As the poet Antonio Machando famously said, wanderer, there is no path. We make the path by walking. And that is like the freshness that comes with the awareness of the numbness and the void. And he references the tarot, which I was like, of course, y'all, y'all know me. As soon as he referenced the tarot, I was like, this is, this is my guy. This is my guy because he gets it. And I get the themes of the tarot, like the back of my hands. And he references the fool. And the fool is like one of the most magical cards in the deck because it's, it's the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. It is like right there. And it discusses the void Okay, and it is like this um, emergence and yet this excitement with taking the risk and and being there and leaping inward. Okay, and this is a really grounding human genius, right? Because every time we try and learn something, we we don't always allow ourselves the time out to process we're just constantly getting ready for the next thing and I do want to share something because I um I posted something about the behind the scenes um of my business and something that also the author touched upon which I can totally relate to is that oftentimes I have something on my heart that I want to create and the name will come first and I don't necessarily know like the full-blown format or outline of the course. I just allow myself to flow within that course naturally. And it always ends up working out to perfection. Sometimes it's not completed on time, quote unquote, but it's definitely completed in the right timing for the messages that needed to come through in that moment. Again, the opportunity for pause. If you created like an e-course or like an online, you know, course of some sort, 
obviously you have an idea of like what you want to touch on, which the name, you know, holds the magic, right, of how it's going to unfold. But when you outline and you allow that rigidity to step into your career and step into your life, right, through like constantly feeling like you have to or constantly feeling like you have to go by this outline, you lose the magic, right? You, you lose that like a leap of faith and also trust in the universe and trust in spirit to allow things to unfold naturally. All of my podcasts, I do not have like a notebook or an outline like where I'm going. Every guest that I've ever had on, I'm like, listen, I want this to be kind of like people chatting at lunch and I want it to be a dialogue. I want it to be a conversation. I don't have key points that I, you know, say I don't have curated questions because you don't allow the space for magic. And it's the ability to, to be okay with the unknown and it's magic as it presents to you, right? And it, another, you know, really um, powerful point that I want to take back, like, gosh, I think it was like 2019. It's like being okay in that point in between, right? There is magic there. There is like from where you are and where you're going, milliseconds, But when you allow those milliseconds to be a part of your day-to-day, when you allow those milliseconds to be a part of your life, then you allow yourself to feel so much more joy because the rigidity is lost and the flow is allowed and able to move and move you, right? So it's like a living transmission of wisdom that ends up kind of like falling together over the course of that time period, whether it be through a course, whether it be through, you know, my podcast or through, you know, a dialogue or a conversation with somebody that is all the ability to allow. And it's the ability to be with, right? And for most of us, the flame of creativity kind of fades, right? And we go through these ebbs and flows and sometimes we're super, super creative and then we're really not. And sometimes we're super, super social and then we're not. And I can totally relate to that because we are not meant to be on like this line, like outline or like linear way of progression. It's not like you stay in that joy forever, bro. Like, you know that that's a lie. If you think that that's something that's still attainable, like wake up. It's not. The ebbs and flows are attainable and it's not necessarily like going through the highs and lows. It's like, what are you going to do with the lows and what are you going to do with the highs, right? Nobody talks about that. We always talk about the tools that we need in the lows for sure. But what about the tools we need in the highs, right? The chaos can be fucking real, right? Not only that, but your ego can blow the fuck up if you're launching something and it's really successful or, you know, you're getting a lot of momentum in your business or whatever the case may be that you got to you got to come back to that baseline. And the point is not that you're that you are trying to achieve the baseline. The point is, is that at the high, you see both sides at the low, you see both sides. And that's where the magic lies. And within that awareness of that really high high and how you're going to function in it, as well as that really low low and how you're going to function in it, that ability to pause and reflect holds the fucking power. And I hope this speaks to you because as I'm saying this, you know, it's all kind of unfolding and it's even kind of ingraining itself even more so within me. And, you know, 
we have this kind of our identity um, because we kind of engage fully with this creative process that like reshapes us. But the beauty is like that the creativity changes us and beautifies us and beautifies our reality. And that's the real mystery, right? It's like we seek, seek, seek. But when we seek, we don't necessarily find. It's when we allow and sit back and just observe that we allow that creativity to find us. And something else I want to point out that's coming through to me is the ideas you have are not original. I hate to tell you. Okay. Full body chills to say this. The the, The thoughts that you have are not original. The thoughts that you have are thrown out into the airways kind of like a Wi-Fi And those thoughts are floating around and the universe is like, listen, I want to create this. Listen, I want to invent this. Listen, people need this. Listen, this is what you need to do. This is where you need to go. This is how you need to be. This is how you need to move. Full body chills and I'm in my fucking garage, okay? And it's Florida weather in the summer. And it's going, it's going, it's moving. And it drops on multiple people's heads. It all depends on whether or not you are able to receive that creative input and run with it. Some people will will receive the input. Others won't run with it. Some people won't even receive the input because they're not allowing themselves to be in the flow or be in the void enough to connect with what desires to come to life, what desires to enrich our lives. So... It needs to be twofold. You know the likelihood of that fucking happening? That's why it seems like it's original. You not only got to find somebody, the universe not only has to, like, the universe is like, you're a great candidate, you're a great candidate, you're a great candidate. Here it is. Do it. Run with it. Ah, then, you know, the, the self-sabotaging bullshit, the self-talk seeps in, right? And it's like, oh, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to follow through with it, right? Or the limiting beliefs come in or the scarcity mindset comes in or, oh, somebody already does that. Yeah, but they don't do it like you. And that's what I want to awaken in each and every one of you. Each and every one of you has a story. Each and every one of you has uh, an opportunity to share something in your special way that is your uniqueness, How are you going to tap into that uniqueness and funnel it through? If you want assistance, email me, DM me. We can talk about working together. But let me tell you, my ultimate passion is to not only live in my frequency and my vibration and in my higher self to continue to grow and build and nurture my soul and my spirit while also guiding other people to do the same so we can allow the light to be ignited within each and every one of our souls so we could share our story and continue to allow that flame to, to awaken other people's flame, to awaken them to what they are intended to share in this world. That is the new earth. That is 5D. That is that awareness. And it's asking us to sit back a little bit, digest the information. Do you know that I've taken a course legit three times already? And like every single time it's just a new layer and a new layer, but I allow a couple days to go through and pass. And then I come back to it and I'm like, Oh, okay. Like shit. I didn't, I didn't recognize that. That didn't hit 
also with my, you know, with my coach, she has courses. I took the entire course. Now I'm working through creating. And now I'm at this, this certain point of my creative level. And I'm just like, okay, let me go back. And I am actually noticing things that I didn't even notice before in the course, right? Because my mind was elsewhere at that point. But when you come back, you have a different perspective. You've digested, you processed it. You like allowed yourself to step into that creative force, create what needs to be created. And now you're stepping into a different frequency so you can see things with a different pair of eyes. And that's the quote, right? That's the quote. It is in our inner planes where we must risk our ego, our fixedness, our identity, because when we engage fully with the creative process, it will reshape us. Amen. That's the beauty we find. That creativity changes us and beautifies us, and that's the real mystery. Work with the mystery of life. Work with the unknown. Step into the unknown. If you've got an idea, if something's on your heart, if you want to share something, if you want to initiate something, now is the time. And I've been saying this for almost two years because the fire is like so, so freaking hot, so freaking hot right now. And I truly believe that especially women, and I know that I, I, I'm geared towards women, but really this message can be for anyone and everyone, but Women, like, and I say women again, and I say this every single time, and you guys are probably like, are you, Shelly, like, enough with the joke. It's not the junk between your legs. Every single person has a feminine quality and a feminine duality within them. It is the rise of the feminine because it is the rise of the passiveness. It is the rise of the femininity. It's the rise of finding balance between engaging in action, which is max masculine, and allowing the pullback. The pullback is happening. The feminine is awakening because it's within the femininity that we have creation. Why do you think women bear and hold babies? Because I'm fired up right now. I feel like I'm like on a pulpit. Like it is the creative process of women that initiates life. Women. Think about a lot of the inventions in the household. They came from women. Because that is the creative process. Why? Well, let's go back. Women were in the mundane. Women were in the day-to-day. They probably found bouts of meditations throughout their day-to-day, throughout their cleaning, throughout their laundry, throughout their scrubbing and all this shit. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to invent something. I'm going to create it. The feminine has the ability to create. But the feminine needs the masculine to take action and to bring it into fruition. Right? It's the balance of the logic and the creativity. If you were an artist and you had a garage and you had all your artwork in the garage and you're just going at it and you have these masterpieces, but as the artist, you're in your creative process. You're not gonna go and actively try and get your your paintings in a museum. You're not gonna actively go and try and post shit on Instagram and do all this stuff. Maybe you do if you have a pretty good balance, But you need somebody else to initiate that. You need a masculine energy to initiate that. And again, the masculine energy, it's not like you need a man to do it. It is you need somebody who is vibrationally in a more masculine energy to initiate that process. That is the beauty of the balance. And that is the balance that we are attempting to try and find here right now in these times. Like, what a time to be aligned, y'all. Like, what a time to be aligned. And 
again, another thing that I really want to share is that there's a lot of confusion and that confusion isn't happening on accident. That confusion is a call to action. That confusion is a call to step into your awareness. That confusion is happening because you are not living in alignment with what your soul desired you to create and be and become. The confusion being lost, being, being, you know, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to go back for my master's? Am I supposed to go back for my doctorates? That is the game society has fed you since you were young. It fed me too. It fed me too. I have my master's degree in, in holistic nursing. I don't know if I, most of you know that, but I did that because I went to call. I went to high school, graduated high school, went to college, got my undergrad, went to nursing school, got my bachelor's, and I was an RN on an, on a med telly floor. And I'm like, Whoa, hold on. They, they sold me a fucking lie and I'm up to my ears in debt. They sold me a lie that I would be fulfilled, that I would make a lot of money and that I would be able to pay off my loans. Dude, it's a ball and chain reaction. Okay. And I talk about the school system a little bit, but you got to recognize it's a process, it's a system, it's a, it's a catch-up game. It's always been a catch-up game with society. What are you driving? Where do you live? How much you make? What are you wearing? Right? And I'm not saying that these, these things are bad, but it pulls you away. It pulls you away and anchors you down. It pulls you away from the flow. It pulls you away from your inner awareness of where you want to go and what you want to do. And I want to reignite that flame in you guys, girls, all the things. I want you to find that passion again. I want you to find that joy. I want you to recognize that the numbness is there to show you what you can create. Sit in the numbness. Sit in the void. Sit in the pauses. Because they're purposeful. And they're going to lead you to your purpose. Truly, truly. Whew, I think I'm done. Let me just let me just verify. <laughs> but yes, there was a lot of um, you know power, and you know th- I just landed on this as I turned the page. The truth is not always beautiful, but at the same time, beauty is truth. Wow, the shit that I just said is sometimes not pretty to look at, not only within yourself but with the world around you. But there's beauty in it, right? It awakens something inside of you. And it's in that beauty that the lens of love is given to you. And when we allow that to happen, we move into a space of love. We move into that space of integration. And love is essentially our natural nature, every single one of us. The essence of who we are. God is love. We all desire to be loved and to give love. We all were made from love. This is, this is the catalyst to catapulting our society out of this, this old paradigm and step into a new paradigm shift where we are truly aware and honoring. Oh, this went into a direction that I wasn't quite expecting and I think I was like really fired up. My Aries energy was like, bow, 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 bow. but um, definitely needed. And I think that it is perfect, absolutely perfect. And like I said, 
I allowed like the 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 fact that it didn't upload on Sunday and this kind of pumped out of me is just even more confirmation that this was this was the intended podcast for you to listen. This was the intended podcast. Uh, as always, if you dig writing reviews, sharing or rating this podcast, I love to read it. I love to see it. And if it's not your jam, it's not your jam. It's not your jam. I'm not here to force you. Um, But it really does help me um, get feedback into what I'm sharing, as well as perhaps even connecting with other individuals to have on the pod. And it just has been such a beautiful process. And I stepped into the unknown with this. And it's been a a beautiful cultivation and self-awareness tool for me just to allow myself to be heard. And if you don't know my backstory, I'm sure it's somewhere, but I just didn't feel heard or seen, you know, growing up. And I think that it was difficult for me to step into that. But once I just took the leap of faith, COVID was the catalyst to this whole entire new version of, you know, myself and also my business. And I'm embracing it. I'm embracing the change and I'm excited that you're here for it. And i Pray that you get value from whatever I do on Instagram. If you don't follow me, follow me, Shelly Sanye. If you want to, again, connect with me in some way, shape, or form, DM me. I have something that's absolutely amazing and free coming out for you all, and I am so stoked. It took me quite a bit of time to create and develop, but I think it's going to be such a powerful, powerful tool to guide you to your purpose. So if you're interested and knowing what your purpose is, how to connect to it, how to build on it, and develop the sense of awareness of of who you are and where you're going and what you're meant to become, make sure you follow me on the gram. I'm gonna be uh, launching it here probably within the next week or so, so watch out for it. And as always, I have courses. If you're interested in that, you could check out my um, website and And I'm really excited to share that I have integrated a birth chart um, generator on my website. So you can go on and check out your chart. Now, what is on my website is um, the more modern version of reading your chart. Um, I, I, I usually use whole sign, but I like the more modern idea because it's like in the times. So what's on there is the current moon phase, the current daily, like the transit of the transits of the day and what's going on in the sky today, and then your chart, um, your natal chart. Um, so if you're interested, you can go check on my website and check it out. Again, thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you for listening to my word vomit. And I hope this ignites and inspires you in some way, shape or form to step into your power because your power is needed and you are here on purpose.
Thanks so much for being with me for this podcast. If you like what I'm doing here, please rate, review, and subscribe. I'm also offering a free 30-minute purpose power session, and we go over and break down parts of your natal chart that point to your purpose. If you're interested in booking a call, click the link in the show notes, and we will get started.